Hey, neighbor, can you jump over the patio and move the stuff in the crock pot into the fridge? Out of town and too lit to drive home. Jesus. <laughs> he wouldn't give him the accommodation. No. <laughs> hey, me might hop in the gate in the back. Like, can I get further instructions? Possibly breaking your leg and getting bit by a rock <laughs> to turn off the crock pot? <laughs> This is Nosy Neighbors. I'm Chinadu Unaka. And I'm Candace Thompson. And we'll be breaking down the most absurd neighborhood posts we can find on the Citizen and Nextdoor apps. But not just the Citizen and Nextdoor apps. We're going to be digging through all online platforms like Facebook and Twitter. Vimeo. Reddit. Clubhouse. YouTubes. Whatever you got, we own it. We own it. We watching you. All right, so let's jump into our first segment, and this is where we discuss what's going on in our own neighborhoods. Man, all my apps has been going crazy. Yours is always popping. It's I'm gonna, always I'm popping. I'm mad jealous. This past week, it was a lot of random things going on. I saw one notification that read, man wearing doormats from 7-Eleven throwing trash cans on 1100 North La Cienega Boulevard, West Hollywood. Okay, wait, first of all. Start to unpack. It is. Mm-hmm. 7-Eleven has doormats? Apparently. And they're wearable. They might have sleeves. <laughs> they might have holes cut in. <laughs> they're like ready to wear as a tank top. You right. just have a set. Who wants to wear who wants to wear logos from 7-Eleven? Who wants that to be their brand? I imagine he probably cut out the seven in the doormat and like wore it like, you know, like the old school yeah, yeah. Ireland <laughs> war movies. <laughs> With all the armor and stuff. I feel like if you're gonna go through all that like effort to steal a 7-Eleven doormat. Yeah. Like, I feel like you fucks with 7-Eleven like that. I feel like you rep them pretty hard because there's other doormats to steal. You can get yeah. pl- like plain doormats from the grocery store. I wouldn't doubt this guy lives in front of the 7-Eleven. Because, you know, they're not, they didn't flinch. They didn't flinch. They're like, man, whatever, man. You That's know? just George. It might be metaphorical. Like, he felt like the world is stepping on him. So, <laughs> let me just go ahead and be a physical doormat. He probably just laid down. He was playing a really intense game of hide and seek. <laughs> he's going to be a physical doormat himself. Right. Yeah, maybe he's just a really deep dude. Maybe he took some shrooms earlier on yeah. in the day and was, like, got really philosophical yeah. and was like, maybe I am a doormat yeah. and then laid on the ground. Maybe we are doormats. Somebody commented, I was there. This man was butterball naked. These drugs are getting stronger, I tell you. That was a comment under the post. <laughs> he said he was butterball naked. Wait, butterball naked? And you know what butterball naked is? I've heard buck naked. Mm-hmm. What's butterball naked? Oh, butterball naked is when you are naked, but you also have a lot of sweat coming out of your pores. So he looked buttery from a distance. Wait, I feel like you've made that up. <laughs> no, that's real. Because the drugs, a lot of drugs make you sweaty. That's a real term? Mm-hmm. See, I can't trust you. It's on you. the streets. So. I can't trust you because you lie to me all the time with a what straight are, face. Look, it's either that or the guy was, you know, part turkey. <laughs> what about honey-baked ham naked? Honey-baked ham naked? Oh, that's... Because they got a nice glaze on it. Yeah, that's a whole other show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you heard he glazed naked, man, let me tell you, it was a wild night. I don't eat meat, but I do know that butterball turkey has nothing on honey baked ham. Yeah, butterball naked is drugs. <laughs> honey baked naked. ham naked, that's what happens after the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> so my story 
I just saw the title and I was sold. Yeah. Grown man pushed my toddler. Mm. And already, like, in your head, you're like, you create a story, right? You're like, what could this toddler have done? That's what I want to know. Because let me tell you something. Not all toddlers are nice. I I was about to say the majority of them are assholes because they're at that age. You know, I mean, they don't. They're not called terrible twos mm-hmm. for no reason. Facts. This is not a, just a stereotype. This is truth. All right. Now, before you tell me the details, we yes. got to, you know, a lot of times if you're the victim, you're going to, you know, exaggerate to get people on your side. So push Absolutely. might be a nudge. For sure. We don't know. You know, I nudged some toddlers in my days. Who hasn't? With my knee. Accidentally you know or on purpose? No, nah, it was on purpose, but it looks like it. But it looked like, oh, my bad. Yeah, it's a little tricks of the trade you learn on the basketball court. <laughs> Then you put your hands like, what I do? He was like, that was a flagrant foul. Right. All right, here are the details. I'm not going to read all of it because this is pretty lengthy, but I'm going to try and get to the juicy parts. This morning around 8.30, my husband and two-year-old son were walking on 6th Street outside of the tar pits, which is, you don't be pushing people around tar pits. No. Because, you know, you could fall into the tar pit. And never come out. Look at what happened to the dinosaurs. Look at the woolly mammoth. Facts. He's still in there. He's still in there. Still in there. Just never got a proper burial. Bones just chilling in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> so they had stopped to look at the bushes, and the kid wanted to play with the leaves, I guess. And a jogger? Yeah, I think they're like blocking the sidewalk. Yeah, the husband with the kid is blocking the sidewalk with the stroller, and the kid's not in the stroller. Mm-hmm. But a jogger runs by in a navy shirt. She bolds the navy part because I guess that's important. Or maybe yeah. triggering for her. Well, I don't know. Hoping that if you see this guy. Yeah. Look out for a navy. As arrest if- everybody wearing blue. <laughs> arrest them all. Line them up. <laughs> he was wearing a navy shirt and wireless headphones and he was running and yelled at them. You're in the sidewalk. And in the next moment, he proceeded to run past and forcefully push our stroller into them, knocking them over and pushing my son into the bushes. See, she's sounds, already she's already lying. Sounds very dramatic. It said grown man pushed my toddler. Yeah. But when you read the story, he pushed the stroller into the toddler. And there's, then there's no, then no, then the stroller pushed the toddler. You know, strollers don't. If you push a stroller straight, it'll go wherever it wants to go. Let's Fact. be honest. One little little dent in the sidewalk. Yeah. And it's off course. For sure. So I'm sure it wasn't on purpose. Yeah, no, it was probably an accident. This is yeah. probably, and she's also, I will say that she's taking from our actual news and that, you know, they it's clickbait. Yeah. She knew she was going to get some likes or some comments mm-hmm. on that. So she put a juicy headline up, even though it was misleading. Very misleading. Yeah. I'm kind of mad at her now. Yeah, I am too. I wish I would have read this earlier. Because yeah, she knows you, <laughs> you can't get no jail time for pushing strollers. So she no. tried to intensify it. Well. Her son is smart though. Because the bush is hurts less than the floor. So I think his the son was like, let me go ahead and jump into these, uh, I don't know any Bush's names, but let me go ahead. <laughs> There's into, George Bush. George Bush. George <laughs> W. Bush. Let's go H-W ahead and jump Bush. into these George Bushes. <laughs> see, she probably goes to those tarpets every day, just hoping to see him hoping again. Hoping to see him again. Because joggers, gonna, they'll be back. Oh, he'll, he'll for, be back. for sure. If I was going I'll pick a different time for like the next two weeks. You know... <laughs> Start, start jogging at and go a different route this time. You know? Yeah. Shout out to that woman, man. I think she actually felt better towards the end. Because she was like, I don't think anything can be done. I think like it's her, a, she just lost steam the yeah, longer she the did. post got. She was like, yeah, nobody's going to buy this. <laughs> but thank you for reading. In a navy shirt. Arrest them all. All right. Next up. 
we have Neighborhood Watch. This is where we dive a little bit deeper into the apps to find the best local stories. This post from Charlotte, North Carolina is Exposed Woman Assaulting Man at Doubletree by Hilton Hotel. An exposed woman. I mean, she'll either naked or half naked. Uh, or maybe her maybe her feelings was just naked. Maybe she's just open. Maybe she was just emo you know? like Drake, just out there yeah. being all vulnerable. I'm pretty sure this means titties. Probably titties. Yeah, for yeah, sure. To get a post <laughs> to get a post about they it. Had, yeah. The so. titties was out. I like also how they in the title they put Doubletree by Hilton Hotel. As if Doubletree wasn't enough. They just had yeah. to put by Hilton Hotel, just in case yeah. you were confused. They don't want you to get confused with the other Doubletree. <laughs> by Ja Rule. What? <laughs> <laughs> like there's no other Doubletree. Doubletree Festival. <laughs> you know what it had to be over? Because I almost assaulted somebody at a Doubletree Hotel. Did you? Yeah. It was because the Doubletree Hotel, a lot of people don't know this. But most of them give out free cookies. The cookies are they delicious. They give out delicious oh, chocolate well walnut aware. cookies at the front. Yeah. And so I'm behind this guy, right? I'm in like, you know, I got slippers on. You can tell I just came down for the cookies. Of course. I'm about course. to watch a movie. Yeah. I had my laptop up. The Netflix was queued up. I'm like, we'll go ahead and grab two cookies. And they're warm, too. And they're warm. Homeboy must have grabbed eight cookies. Talking about he had a family upstairs. No, you can't do that. I wasn't tripping. Then I get a like, I'll just, I can't get one or two cookies. And they were like, we like I'm sorry, sir. he just took the last cookie. Hey, I know he heard him. He kind of looked back and just kept walking. I said, man, I should, I should expose myself and start beating your ass right now. But I <laughs> bet you withheld. I kept it together, man. <laughs> that was the universe telling you that you didn't need those cookies. I need those cookies. Did you get some the next day though? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. So do you think this is what happened? You think this could have been cookie instigated? You think that maybe this woman went to the counter? Yeah. If the guy didn't work at the Hilton? Yeah. I think it was definitely cookie related. You'd be surprised how many fights starts over cookies. Our next post, it says, Hello, neighbors. My wife just gave birth to our son yesterday. Do we circumcise him? Just looking for recommendations. Thank you. Yeah, this... Uh, My wife just gave birth to our son yesterday. Do we circumcise him? I don't like this because I feel like it's a gateway. Like, now she's just going to start asking all types. If you respond to this lady, yeah. she's now just going to start asking all types of ridiculous questions that right. are too personal, expecting a response. She's going to be, does anybody else's uh, stretch marks look like Danny DeVito or is it mm -hmm. just me? Is anyone else's nipples chafing? I'm like, no, lady. Or it could be just towards her kid. Maybe she just freaked out being a parent and, um, you know, she's just leaning on the community no. for help. No. Okay. Now, I have to ask you, mm -hmm. Trinity, you have, you're Nigerian, you have a Nigerian mom. Is this something that your mom took to the community <laughs> to ask if they should if circumcise, they should circumcise you and your siblings or was that something... I want to say no, but I wish they would not take it to the community, but mm -hmm. leave it up to the baby. No. Do you understand? Is that you something don't... you want to remember? Because you don't know if you you may want your extra dick skin. I, look, I understand that 100. I'm not fighting for a foreskin mm -hmm. or I'm not anti-foreskin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just here just knowing that as a person, like if you do it when you're a baby, you'll forget the pain. But, like, if you do it when they're, like, fully, like, a person, uh -huh. like, you're going to remember 
There's no the, pain. What do you think? This what do you is? mean? There's no pain. Uh, 1812. No. What do you mean? There's no pain. It's you anesthesia. Think that, yeah, but then after it's still got a heel chin to do. Yeah, but it's not. I mean, it's not that bad. Why don't you do it now? My circumcision is, <laughs> is has been completed, baby. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm out here bald with on a dick skin. You know, what I'm, I'm I just I'm just saying, man, because I know people who still have the extra dick skin, and they don't complain about it or nothing. Yeah, so. no, I know a guy with extra dick skin mm-hmm. uh, intimately, and yeah. I can't even tell the difference. Tell. I don't know. I know a guy that had extra dick skin, but he cut it off late in life. He was trying to make weight for a boxing match. And he was. See, this just, is again one of these times where I cannot tell if you're lying to my face. It's the truth. The it, it story is to, so ridiculous. He was trying to cut all fat possible. Are you? You're serious? Yeah, he cut his dick skin off to make weight for this boxing match. So now I'm like, how big he was, was his dick? He was like 0.5 pounds. <laughs> he lost seven pounds. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I don't know, man. There's because look, there's a lot of things on our body we don't need. Why? Why are we picking on the dick? Yeah, no. I, I look. I'm not arguing for or and whatever. Um, it is a. I, it is like a barbaric thing to do yeah. to a child. But Facts. again, they don't remember the pain. You so. don't need your earlobes. Why don't we just start cutting off earlobes now? No. I always thought earlobes was like the foreskin of the face. It's <laughs> a good way to describe it. Apparently, it's not. I've always thought they were the tits of the face, but that's just me. All right. This next post. From West Hollywood, California reads, report of PlayStation 5 taken at gunpoint. And this happened at a high-end grocery store. Bristol Farms, I believe, right? It says the suspect was reportedly walking around with a gun. At Bristol Farms? Westbound on Beverly Boulevard in a silver Nissan Altima. (laughs) Yeah, are you a, do you play video games, Trinity? Um, a little bit. I dabble, you know. They're time consumers, so. Yeah. Do you carry it around with you? <laughs> your PlayStation or your Five, Xbox? Right, right. Exactly. You know? Because I'm, I'm not into video games. I mean, I was when I was a kid. Yeah. Times have changed since then. So I don't know what video game etiquette is. Is that something you... Like, let's say, for example, I play video games and I'm going to a friend's house. Mm-hmm. Is that a reason? Maybe they don't have an Xbox or a PlayStation? Yeah, but why are you at the grocery store? With it. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it in the car. You know, because if I was the armed robber yeah. and I see a PlayStation 5 in a place that it shouldn't be, I'm thinking, you know, God is talking to me. <laughs> this is your chance. That's for me. This is you, baby. You know, <laughs> 2020 is the best time to be a criminal. It is okay to walk into any store with your face covered. This is true. It's 2021 now, Jenny. 2021 too. <laughs> He's like, nothing's changed, Candace. Nothing's changed. <laughs> I refuse to call it 2021 until I'm allowed <laughs> to breathe again. To have a, a chicken and waffles <laughs> with my mask off, man. I'm, I got the syrup all on my mask. It's going to be 2020 for the next five years. Yeah. So, no, <laughs> you're not supposed to walk around with expensive game consoles. You're thinking everything's going to be okay. I don't care if you're in Beverly Boulevard. Yes, yes, you yeah. Well, who? I also am like, who brings extra stuff to the grocery store? Like, I'm already in my right. head. Like, how can I minimize the things that I have to pick up? And do I need the little cart or the cart that's a little bit bigger? Can I get away with a hand basket? You know, these are all logistics that I think about when I go to the grocery I don't want to be carrying something extra. Facts. That's or just, it's too much. The grocery store is so high end that they sell PlayStation 5s here. I it could Didn't be that. Didn't even think about that. It could be that. Well, I'm glad this guy survived and he didn't give his life for a PlayStation 5. 
Give it up. I don't care what it is. Just give it up. When you're being robbed at gunpoint, just give it up. Yeah. Even your kids. Let them go. Yeah. That might be a sign to like, all right, less video games and let's start taking showers again. Dude, I take everything as a sign. Everything. Yeah, everything. Everything. All right, we got more stories. Okay. Hey, neighbor. Can you jump over the patio and move the stuff in the crock pot into the fridge? Out of town and too lit to drive home. Jesus. <laughs> I like this guy. I'm sorry. That's a big request, wouldn't you say? Hey, I mean, that's what the government wants you to do. All to right? call your neighbor or to empty the crock pot? Whatever you got, just don't drink Just and drive. don't drive drunk. You know, don't risk your life to turn off some meatloaf. Don't do that. <laughs> Calling your neighbors to jump over the patio. It, yeah. He wouldn't give them the, like, the accommodation. No. <laughs> hey, me might hop in the gate in the back. Yeah. You're going to set off my security system. Like, can I get further instructions? Possibly breaking your leg and getting bit by a rock <laughs> to turn off the crock pot? <laughs> For some gumbo? Ten years later. Hey, neighbor. You might jumping over the patio and uh, tucking my kids in? <laughs> and uh, my wife is looking a little frisky. Feel free to kiss her on the cheek. A wink, wink. She's a little lonely. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This week, joining us for our Phone a Friend segment is our very talented and hilarious friend. You may have seen him on The Daily Show. He's a correspondent on there. He's also on Space Force on Netflix. And his very hilarious comedy special, No One Loves You on Comedy Central, we got Roy Wood Jr. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can I cuss? Yes. Yeah, man. Okay. Go crazy. Uh, I, just, I wasn't sure what the situation was. You know, this pandemic got motherfuckers, you know, finding religion. Supposed to be changing up on you. <laughs> nah, this, it's not a family. It's like a distant cousin show, you know? Correct. When yeah. the cool cousins get together in the back of the room. Correct. Well, that's what's up, man. I miss y'all West Coast niggas, man. I swear I do. <laughs> I swear I do. <laughs> Duck in New York. Yeah. Well, that's why we have you, Roy, because we love you and we miss you. Yeah, man. So word on the street is you have a hilarious story from your neighborhood. So I grew up one house over from a from a, from a a crack house. Mm. And I... I hesitate. I don't know. Like I hate the word crack house because when you think crack house, it suggests that people did crack there. Yeah, it does. But then what's the word for a house where you come to pick up your crack and then you take it to wherever you go smoke crack? A crack drive through Yeah, like crack express. A crackery. Oh, <laughs> I like that. It is a crackery. Because... It's not the whole house anyway. It's not like they're open on the weekends. Yeah. So the crackery. <laughs> and this, this is just for context. This is Birmingham, 1985, 86, okay. somewhere in there. And we just moved to Birmingham. And you're kind of getting to know the neighborhood. And the west side of Birmingham was going through white flight as crack was moving in. And so there were people, there were still white neighbors. It was the transition from white into black. And so it was our house, it was Miss Murray's house, and then it was the crack house. Okay. And so Miss Murray was this sweet little old white lady. And when we first moved in, her and my mom talked a little bit, and she used to make ambrosia, which I find disgusting. That but nasty salad that white people bring to barbecues? It's jello that's OD'd on fruit. 
Yes. Oh. It's disgusting. I never had ambrosia before. It's I'm not no a fan of it, no. but she would bring that shit like religion every year. Yep. And so Miss <laughs> Murray was kind of giving us the lowdown on the neighborhood and we lived on a dead end street. And so this is another oh, irrelevant detail, but it no, that's gives very you relevant. Mm-hmm. Dead end streets it, are perfect for crack houses because there's no cops just passing through mm. all willy nilly. There you go. So then here's the other thing about this street is that I didn't know this until the police would come up and talk to us when we were playing basketball in the neighborhood. But dead end streets are also where a lot of stolen cars are ditched mm-hmm. because the cops don't necessarily cruise by. So you're not running the plates and, you know, all of that type of shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this is the type of street where just at random, there would just be a car sitting out on the curb and the cops would be like, yo, y'all see a car that hasn't moved in two days, you know, call us, let us know. You know, she's mm-hmm. you know, basically trying to turn us into little, little baby snitches or snitches, whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you a starburst to risk your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> so dope fiends would fucking bring stolen cars to pay for fucking drugs. And you would just see cars sitting there not realizing that the nigga that ran the dope house was basically selling the stolen cars to people who needed them to do dirt in. Mm. So it was like, I don't know, like an enterprise or a car type yeah. situation. You know, we got a mid-size out there. Right. <laughs> <that was stolen. laughs> hey, as I'm cautious, 60. <laughs> so this thing never cut his grass. Grass was the height of the fence, like thick weeds or whatever. And Miss Murray had an open backyard. His backyard was fenced. And the way we played baseball, without I don't need too much to paint the picture. All you need to know is Miss Murray's yard was was the outfield. The fence that starts the backyard of the crack house was a home run. That was like straightaway center field. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So like we're playing yeah. in our driveway. The next house over is the outfield. And then after that, that's a home run. Yeah. And if a tennis ball went in there, it was a wrap. It's, you just, a wrap. it's gone. You're not yeah. hopping a fence because open needles, you don't know what the fuck is back there. <laughs> yeah. We used to hit balls over the fence. And we would like, in the early days, we would look to see where the ball was and if there was a clear path. Yeah. And we did that once or twice. And then, like, the next week, there was, a like, a case of tennis balls <laughs> just sitting in our driveway with a note that says, stop hopping my fence. <laughs> it's Which, your last warning. No, but I'm saying, when you're like in the seventh grade, do you understand what a case of tennis balls is? Like, oh, nigga, that's right. like a three year supply of baseball. Facts. <laughs> like, like, we play baseball with tennis balls. So, like, that was, I was like, damn, I'm never snitching on you, sir. Right. You're going to turn all my balls? <laughs> yeah, man. And so, because his grass was so high, he had rats. And so rats would sometimes dip through your garage or dip up yeah. in your house yeah. because they're close. Now, these ain't regular rats either. These are crack rats, correct? <laughs> oh, these are gopher rats. They're like they the definitely... size of a half half gallon milk jug. Like we're talking with no tail, without the tail. Oh, yeah. no. Size of a half gallon milk jug, rats. like straight gophers. Oh, no. <laughs> crack rats. You need a bullet to kill those. <laughs> <laughs> So Miss Murray never complained. She never said shit. And we knew where the rats was coming from. But Miss Murray lived right next to these niggas. She never said a fucking word. These dudes would sit out front 
and talk shit and hoop and holler at cars going by. Miss Mary never complained. She just wanted peace. Mm-hmm. The only thing Miss Mary didn't fuck with was loud music. Um, at this point, we're late eighties, early nineties. At this point, you know, like, and niggas is bumping the blah, and stuff, pushing the shit. <laughs> and Miss Murray would go outside at like one in the morning. Like, imagine like an old white lady who make ambrosia, telling a bunch of niggas in their thirties to turn their music down. <laughs> Take your ass back in the house, old cracker bitch. <laughs> Get the fuck back in the house, cracker bitch. And they would fucking talk shit and yell, and the niggas would never turn the music down. They technically were doing a lot of things. Yeah, they were breaking a few laws. Yeah. <laughs> and she didn't even call on the parts that was breaking the laws. Facts. She, she, she called the cops. She said, listen, do not go inside. The music is in the car. Pay no attention to the crack. What we need to focus on is right. these beats. <laughs> and the crack rats. If you can sweep up the crack rats... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even mind a crack rat. I got a couple of mistakes. Stop crack rat. You make it sound like it's just... <laughs> and so there was like a five, six year stretch where every two months, Ms. Murray would call the police. She would call a noise complaint on that, which is all the police needed to justify a search warrant. Mm-hmm. But Ms. Murray wasn't trying. Like, she didn't care that they sold crack. Ms. Murray made a very good point. No one's smoking it here. Yeah. And I was like, that's fair. Because niggas would get their crack and dip. Like, nobody was ever at that yeah. house more than 10 minutes. Yeah. Unless they was just drinking and shit. Like, it was just nigga shit. Yeah. It was nigga shit happening in the front yard <laughs> that she didn't like. But the crack shit, that's fine. I'm even going to let the rat fly. But damn, my nigga, you can't turn the music down? Can't keep it down, yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. It's the little thing. She's been very patient. Very patient. So Ms. Murray would call the police. The police would come and pull a kick, though. Take everybody to jail. Niggas be they be down bad for about three, four months till they get some front money. You know, we get the thing back popping again. And when they got out of jail, somebody would break in Miss Murray's house and beat her ass. What? Oh no, not Miss Murray. They would wait. So she would she would take the ass whooping and then call the cops later again. And three months later, come right back outside. Hey man, I need you to turn the music down. You didn't get enough of that ass with the last time, <laughs> She was like, nah, all my wounds have healed. <laughs> well, wait, why didn't she call the cops after the ass whooping? Right. That's not who Miss Murray is. Miss Murray's on some, I can reason with you and be reasonable and all of that. And then also, the whole time, her kids are coming up from Panama City, like, you know, because she'd be in a hospital for a couple of days on one of these ass whooping. Well, yes. And the kids would come and try and, like, get her to move. And she's like, nah, that's my house. Like, she was the one white flight that didn't fly. And these niggas, would, she would call the police, they would come in, take all the dope, and then they would beat her ass. And then three months later, she would do that shit again. Mm. And all they had to do was turn the music down. And the they had to do. Never, they never turned the music down. And Miss Murray stayed in that house until she became ill. I graduated high school in 96. I know she was there until when she left, she died like two years later. Like, she held on as long as she could. Here's the crazy thing. The dude that moved in after Miss Murray, I'm getting his name wrong. I know his first name was Willie. I want to say Willie Lumpkin, but Willie is an old such school a Birmingham name. <laughs> Willie Lumpkin. <laughs> such a Birmingham name. Tidy. 
<laughs> Willie Lumpkin. Willie Lumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> Willie went over there and knocked on the door. He was like, hey, young boy, y'all got to cut that grass. The rat's coming up in here and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know what the conversation was, but, like, them niggas kept the music low and they cut the grass. Literally within a week of Willie Lumpkin moving in, my mom called me when I was down in college. Shit. Yeah, they, they, um, they back there doing yard work. <laughs> they got foliage now? <laughs> yeah, my mom was like complimenting me. You can see all the way to the upside. It's so nice. They have vines they, and rose bushes really now. Then it returned 20 of your little tennis balls. <laughs> they never did me dirty, man. But yeah, that's the story, man. That's the fucking story. It's Miss Murray. Versus the dope house, and she always took her ass with him. Yeah, man. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Miss Murray. That's like, I mean, that's some G shit. Like, she, she, to get her ass beat repeatedly Mm -hmm. for years, and then, like, I'm curious how she died. Like, I wonder what actually took her out after being that, standing that strong. It had to be something really strong. It had to be. Her son, like, got her, like, security bars, but just on the door. So then niggas started coming through the window. Like, they improvised. Like, it was just, it was mayhem. It was straight up mayhem. But yeah, but in a weird way, you also have to respect them for not murdering her. No. <laughs> no? No? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think it was this weird code that they just had, you know? Just turn your music down. If you don't, I'm calling the police. I'm trying to sleep. Man, the wildest times always on dead-end streets. Yeah, that was some wild times, man. Man, Miss Murray, a, she's a nosy neighbors Hall of Fame. She's our first member. She, yeah, we might have to put her. Up. Yeah, she she's our first member of the nosy neighbors Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. That was an amazing story, Roy. We appreciate you. Yeah, Roy, that was fantastic. Thank you. Now, I'm curious if you want to stick around for our next segment, which is our Karen of the week. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. Rag it up. Yes. All right, guys. We'll be right back with our Karen of the week segment right after this break. And we're back. This next segment is called Karen of the Week. Now, Karen of the Week is where we directly address someone who was caught being an R-word. Now, that could mean racist, raggedy, Raggedy, rude, uh, rambunctious. Is that R? Rambunctious. Rambunctious. That too. (laughs) This person is someone who isn't self-aware, ruins things for everyone, and they're usually white. But not always. Not all the time. Not all the time. So Karen is a state of mind is what you're saying? It's yes. not necessarily it's, a yes. race. It's a state of mind. It is. Okay. Yeah. All right. Give me the Karen. Karen of the Week. All right. So, the Karen of the Week award goes to this post from a 60-year-old Florida woman who was caught on video accusing a black sheriff of kidnapping her and stealing her purse. Now, she was being arrested for COVID-19 violations at an Einstein Brothers Bagels in West Boca, Florida. She yelled, you're violating my personhood. She was wearing full leopard print and was captured on video. And she said it was her constitutional right not to wear a mask. The, the, the not wearing a mask thing is a recurring Karen behavior. It's a very Karen theme right now. Yeah. loose with it in Florida, boy. They like showing up in Walmart and droves doing like maskless protest marches around the store mm-hmm. and like heckling people and all of that shit, man. Roy, you started laughing after we said it was at an Einstein Brothers Bagels. <laughs> was that part particularly amusing to you? 
Yeah, because <laughs> like if you've ever been to an Einstein bagels, it's it's got a Panera vibe to it. It does. A corner bakery vibe for the West Coasters out there. Mm-hmm. It's the type of place where you figure most motherfuckers who eat here wear a mask. Yeah, and it's kind of got a wholesome vibe to it, like it's a family place. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's just like, whoa, well, that's not where I expected this. <laughs> like, if you just said Burger King, I'd be like, oh, yeah, they loose with it at Burger King. They like, the cook might not even have a mask on at a Burger King. But an Einstein Brothers, and that's how you know, that's why the police showed up. Because they was like, oh, we got to save these nice liberals. This, this, these people trying to enjoy their like, $7 bagel. That shit is pricey. <laughs> nah, them, them things are pricey. You can't get away turning up at an Einstein. The, the cops ain't going to let that happen. No. That's, that's, yeah, a, that's you a classy bagel spot. Yeah, that, that place is too classy. Like, I just think that there's certain establishments where the police respects the call. Mm-hmm. and goes immediately. Like, there's a reason why you haven't heard of any mask violations at a Popeye's. I'm sure they happen. Right. But, but no, <laughs> the cops just aren't. Also, Popeye's just seems like the type of place that would just, would just ask you if you want to go outside and fight about it. <laughs> <laughs> there's no point in calling the cops. Right. We can handle this right now. They're like, yeah. Lady. I'm I'm on my 15 in 10 minutes. So either you take it off there or you take it off this. Yeah. And I have a question. After you get your ass beat by a Popeye's employee, mm-hmm. do you go back inside to get your food? Yes. Do you go back I to get so. that biscuit? I think That's so. how good Popeye's is. Yeah, that's how long those lines are, too. Like, say, say, say my spot. I'm about to get my ass beat real quick. <laughs> I'm just mad she was in a, a full leopard print, you know, at an Einstein oh, bagel. That's that is for us. She's also 61 and she's in West Boca. Yeah, like that's some straight up. I'm sure Sophia on Golden Girls wore like a leopard print jogger. I could see that. She's 61 with no mask. Yeah, if, if we're talking Boca Raton, though, then that's, uh-huh. she might have a little bit of money. She might. True. That's where that entitlement comes from. Oh, yeah. Yes. Cash. Yes, you're right. Also, the what her what she said, she said, you're violating my personhood. That sounds... That's a rich word. Yeah. Yeah. Personhood. I, I never used personhood me, before. It, me neither. I know it existed. It just never came to me to use. Me neither. I've never heard that word until I saw this story. <laughs> like, personhood. Personhood sounds like some shit a nigga say in the middle of an argument with his girl to cover up a lie. Baby, you know, like, listen, you mean everything to me in my personhood? I ain't been cheating. <laughs> All right, now, all right, now you, you know, you, you're the, you the main uh, uh, reason I'm the person who I am today. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's just a word specifically to be used when you're caught in a lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the definition says the quality or condition of being an individual person. Oh, so it's a real word. Oh, yeah, it's a real it word. It is a real word, yeah. Way too many words in the English language. Yeah, some trim it down. They just got out of control with the dictionary. Webster and the crew. <laughs> All right, Roy. <laughs> so what we're going to do really quickly before we let you go, because you've been delightful, but we want to ask you to rank this Karen on a scale from one to ten. How many Ask the Managers would you give this Karen? I give this two Ask the Managers. Mm. No one, No one black was involved. No, the sheriff was black. No, but I'm saying there was no like victim in that. 
I'm talking about Karen yes, and yes, yes, yes. you called the police on this guy and you lie. Amy Cooper bird watching type shit. Got it, got it. This is a woman just being erratic by herself and then arguing with whoever the fuck is around. So is she harmless? I'm not going to say that because, mm-hmm. you know, this may inspire her to become a 7 out of 10. You never know. Right. <laughs> it's a gateway. I'm going to give her a 4. Wow, that's pretty high. It's high, but I only say that because we just heard such an amazing story about Miss Murray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. We just She had to follow Miss Murray. And so, <laughs> in comparison... What she did, I'm going to give her a four. Okay. What do you give her, Chin? I, mean, I think I agree with Roy. She's definitely on the lower five and below. So I'm going to go with 2.5 just because um, she's 61. And the fact that she doesn't want to wear a mask is uh, letting you know that, you know, she's ready to go. So she's on the edge, man. <laughs> she don't she's care. on the edge. So you know, let y'all be warned. If y'all see a sixty-one-year-old lady walking around in Florida dressed as a wild animal, approach cautiously, man, because she's ready to go, bro. And she's not taking no shit from nobody right now. Roy, we love you. Thank you for calling in. You've been Fantastic. Tell everybody where they can find you on social media and where they can see you next. My name is Roy Wood Jr. Put an at sign in front, put a dot com behind it. And when you get a chance, check out Roy's Job Fair, the podcast that we just launched not too long ago this year. Well, you know, we explore the world of employment. We give people ideas on where to work. I talk to people that's currently hiring. I talk to niggas that just got fired. You know, we're just having an experience. Love that. That's so dope. Vibing off the employment. Hey, man, Roy, we love you, bro. All right, right, talk to you soon, Roy. Peace. This next segment is called Won't You Be My Neighbor. It's where we give our Neighbor of the Week award. Because not all neighbors are bad. A lot of neighbors are great. Okay, so this is the time to put on some cardigans. Huh? Candace, make me a cup of tea. Yeah, nice and make a hot toddy, maybe. Yeah. Get nice and cozy. Set around the fire, you know. Or huddle up if, if by the oven, depending on what your situation is. <laughs> no judgment. No judgment, baby. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? The come up is coming. All right. Let's hear what neighborhood hero we have this week. Okay. So the post says, a great grandmother is thankful for an act of kindness at Tim Hortons. And this happened in Buffalo, New York. Only in New York. All right, so the post reads, a huge thank you to the kind lady ahead of me at Tim's drive-thru on NF Boulevard yesterday. You did more than you know. You paid for my Tim bits, which I was taking to my great-grandkids in Lockport. Now. Wow. I don't know what Tim bits are. I mean, it sounds delicious. Let's just be clear (laughs) about that. Fact checker. Look up Tim Bits. I'm looking up right now. Tim Bits. Ooh, it's like donut holes. Ooh. Mm. So apparently the car ahead of her paid for her Tim Bits. Mm-hmm. And then did the next car pay for the next person's Tim Bits? Because that's what you're supposed to do when you, you're supposed to pay it forward. But I guess in this case, they were paying it backwards since it was in a drive through Well, she says, I needed a kind gesture yesterday. It had been a rough couple of days. I cried happy tears and it felt so good. You just never know how important kindness can be. P.S. I paid it forward to the next person in line. Hopefully, it kept going for a while. Well, thank you very much. It didn't. It stopped. Yeah, let me tell you something. <laughs> if I was that car, 
<laughs> I'm like, oh, man, good looking, man. Free donuts. Free donuts. No, I just would have peeled out. I don't know that car behind me. <laughs> that could be a serial killer. What do I look like paying for a serial killer's 10 bits? <laughs> I ain't trying to give a serial killer energy to go kill more people. I don't know that guy. He's in a Nissan Altima. <laughs> so, I mean, technically, we have like, two really kind neighbors here. We've got the woman who, or the person who paid for their, her, this lady's Timbits, and mm-hmm. then she paid for the next person. She paid it forward, man. So it's beautiful. Got, and it's good to hear that, you know, she said she was having a rough week, and I don't know what you do when you have a rough week, but I go for the donuts. Yeah. Oh, for sure. If, if you see me eating a donut, just hug me right away, because it's, <laughs> you know. it's, it's been tough, babe. <laughs> it's, it's, been, it's, been, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. If you see me eating sprinkles, it's been a lot. No one that's happy is eating donuts. No one happy is eating donuts. That's why donuts is open 24 hours, because they know we they know. we need you. They know. It's a certain time. I mean, I, mean, I, I thought I was going to get the job. It's been a lot. It's, it's just been a lot. Only in New York. Well, that was our Won't You Be My Neighbor segment. We'll be doing that segment every week. So yeah. keep coming back. If if you're a good neighbor, post it. We're going to find it, you know? Yeah, and if you see somebody doing a kind act, you post about it. Yeah, post it, about it. We all know social media can get really bogged down by negativity. Yes. So let's spread some sunshine instead. Shout out to the lady that's out here paying for people's donut holes. <laughs> we appreciate you. All right, guys, that's it for this week's episode of Nosy Neighbors. Chinadu, how do you feel? Did you learn anything? I, mean, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I learned what 10 bits are. Mm-hmm. I learned that there's old white ladies in Alabama that could take a punch. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's an inspirational I, story. I learned tons. What about you, Kettis? What else you learned? Man, I learned that people are really don't know what to do with their newborn baby's genitals. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not an easy decision. <laughs> you know, it. we thought it was, you know, but times are changing. Yeah, you think it's easy to that extra skin stare you in the eye. And you're like, now I got to make a decision. We never know. You never know what foreskin might be worth 20 years from now. Okay, now we've gone into <laughs> weird territory. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I am Chinadu. Now you can find me on Twitter at Chinadu Comedy. That's Chin EDU, like education, comedy. Also, on Instagram at Chinadu Unaka, C-H-I-N-E-D-U. Last name is United Nations, also known as UNAKA. And I have been Candace Thompson. You can follow me on all my social medias at Jokes by Candace. Nosy Neighbors comes out every Thursday, only on Spotify. Be sure to hit that follow button on Spotify so you never miss an episode. Nosy Neighbors with me, Chinadu Anaka. And me, Candace Thompson. Is a Spotify original podcast. We executive produce the show. Special thanks to our producers, Allison Johnson and Tierra Darnell. Michael Harmon edits the show. Our executive producer from Spotify is Gina Delvac. Special thanks to Robert Adler, Dan Behar, Casey Simonson, and Tari Miller. Make sure to follow Nosy Neighbors only on Spotify. <laughs>